Welcome to the City Current Radio Show, focused on sharing and empowering the good in our community. This show takes an in-depth look at the heartbeat of Middle Tennessee, the organizations and individuals leading by example to fuel change and how we can make a difference. Now here's your host, City Current CEO, Jeremy Park. Welcome to the City Current Radio Show. I'm your host, Jeremy Park. We're always honored to bring you inspiring stories of individuals and organizations making a difference, empowering the good in our community. We're kicking it off with Lipscomb University talking about conflict management, philanthropy, giving back so much around leadership. We're joined by Dr. Steve Joyner. He is the Dean of the College of Leadership and Public Service and the Executive Director for the Institute for Conflict Management with Lipscomb University. How are you doing, Dr. Joyner? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? Doing well. So we have a lot of ground to cover before we dive into the work you do with Lipscomb University. Give us a little bit of your background personally, because you have a unique background, especially when it comes to conflict management, public service, and all of these areas of expertise. But give us some of your personal right. background. I, I can't, it's really interesting. So I came through kind of through the back door, ending up in higher ed and conflict management and, and leadership and public service. I, I began career as a youth pastor in South Texas, working on the border of Mexico in a 97% Hispanic community. And we loved it as a McAllen, Texas. We loved it down there, spent many years. Then I moved to another larger church. And while I was there, I, I finished my doctorate in leadership, but really had planned to stay in some type of community service and ministry. Uh, and then people would ask me, why did you go get your postdoc in conflict management? I said, you're kidding. I worked in churches. You know, the worst behaved people I know went to church with me, it seems like. And so I, I kind of went into that and began to do some teaching and training and and one day I was training at a church on how to work with people and the CEO of United Supermarkets in Texas, that's kind of the um, Publix of Texas, walked up and said, hey, my, my mid-managers need this kind of training. I said, I don't know anything about companies. He says, same thing, man, just come on. And, uh, and so suddenly it expanded. And then I went into university work, became a college professor, and over the years have ended up just kind of grown and grown. And then now I'm the Dean of the College of Leadership and Public Service, which is really geared toward, you know, how do we make Tennessee the best place we can to live? And so that's that's kind of the trip I've made. I admit I'm a recovering Texan, but I've been here 14 years, which uh, by Nashville standards is forever. So I'm, I feel good. <laughs> so dive into the structure because you've got the conflict management, the public service. Talk about the structure. Okay, so we have this college. It was really interesting. So the president of the university, Dr. Lowry, called me in three or four years ago and said, hey, I'm starting this new college. And I'd been a dean before and had some other roles of vice president of the university. And I'm like, great, you go right ahead. Hope it goes well for you. He said, oh, no, you're the new dean. That's, he tells it differently, but that's how I see this thing. And what we decided is to form a college that not only educated students, but was outward facing. So how do we help our community? How do we make Nashville, Tennessee, the Southeast a better place to live? And so we pulled in all these kind of disparate degrees that are really geared toward making our world a better place. So at the undergrad level, we have urban studies and Dr. Steele, Michelle Steele does a fantastic job of helping our students. I mean, we have a lab right here in Nashville, all the problems of, of small towns and big cities are in Nashville. Then you have, we have a environmental science and sustainability at the undergrad level. And, that, uh, and then we also have something called law, justice and society, which is our biggest undergrad degree. And these are people who they want to go to law school or they want to work in nonprofits or they want to deal with the broad range of justice issues that are out there. It's actually named the Fred D. Gray Institute for Law, Justice and Society. Uh, Mr. Gray was Martin, uh, was Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks' lawyer. 
He's still alive, 92, and he was kind enough to lend his name to this. And so that's the undergrad, very much. And then the grad, same thing. So we have conflict management, which is my area. And it's really geared toward this broad field of how do you manage difficulty, ranging from mediators and court-appointed mediators to nonprofits, to facilitators, to people who go into organizations and help them solve their issues. And we have a master's degree on, I tell people, it's, it's a degree on how to help people get unstuck, how to take really difficult moments and move through it. We have a master's in sustainable practice, which is really growing here in Nashville and across the nation. If people are interested and there's all kinds of tracks they can do like stormwater management, urban housing, food issues, right? And then finally, there's a master's degree in leadership and public service and, and, and public administration. And it's really geared toward moving people into government, state and local kind of roles, nonprofits and governments. And the, the phrase for that degree is where Tennessee turns for leadership. So we, we really want to produce leaders uh, that, that really help our state be a better place. And we can talk more about this, but interestingly enough, that has become a degree for a lot of rural leaders to come in and, and get training. And finally, we have something called the Andrews, two, two places, the Andrews Institute of Leadership, Tennessee. And for the last nine years, we, we established and nurtured Leadership Tennessee, which is a really well-known statewide leadership program. And now they've launched out, they're in the process of launching out and being their own nonprofit. And we've begun the Andrews Institute, named for Nelson Andrews, who was a great civic leader here. And it's designed to help public leaders get skills, uh, develop leadership other than getting a master's degree. So we, we kind of want to be a 360 model for serving Tennessee and serving Nashville. And I feel like everything you're talking about is so important. You almost really can't pick one versus the other because when you look at leadership and public service, being a servant leader, understanding those dynamics. And then also too, when you talk about conflict in managing through challenges, my goodness, that's exactly what all of us are dealing with in society is everywhere you turn, you have very difficult social fabric to, to, to kind of understand exactly to appreciate, but also to, to make sure that you are putting yourself personally, your family, your corporation, your entity, your organization, all in the best possible scenario, but you have to understand so many complexities and manage through all of this chaos. And so that's going on in the world too. I mean, yeah. even globally. So walk us through on your end, especially at a macro level, how they kind of weave together. But, but like you said, the importance of really understanding these layers of what you're trying to, to unpack and skill up for our future leaders. So it's, we have an interesting dynamic. Public leadership in particular is some of the most difficult things you do now. It's, you're right. It's complex. It's like an onion. The more you peel back, the more difficult it becomes. And now with social media, the amount of criticism, uh, you know, everybody can sit in the gallery and, and, and anonymously attack anybody who chooses to lead, right? And so in, in the midst of all this, we're saying, come on, this is what we need, right? And on the public side, like the service side, I was recently sitting down with uh, Mike Krause, who at the time was the, the commission, the executive director of Head Higher Education Commission, and Mark White, who was uh, head of the education uh, committee in the in the House, and they were both bemoaning the fact that that there's a coming cliff among public leaders, especially in state and local government, that a lot of them are getting older and getting out, and the younger ones. You know, they're wanting to, if I talk to a young student, they all want to go to Moldova and stop sex trafficking, which I get. That's fantastic. But, you know, life is managed by people who 
live here in Nashville, they top the roads, they manage your schools. And there's a huge loss in that. And some of that's been challenging and conflict in other arenas. And it's really, really difficult in the rural and regional areas, right? So we're, we've committed to developing leaders and that overlays, for example, conflict, they have two courses in, in a 30, a, a 10 course masters, they have two courses on just how to manage conflict because so much of what we do uh, people are trying to undermine. We've divided up. We're going different directions, right? And so it's interesting. We we have a we we have full class. I didn't know how this would go, but the leadership of public service fills out every year. There are people who say, "I want to make a difference," and I want, but I don't know how to get there. And so that's the job of that one. Conflict management, interestingly enough, is across the map. So uh, several years ago, when Mayor Barry was still mayor. And there was that awful shooting in, in East Nashville police shooting that caused all, it was the Institute for Conflict Management that worked the mayor's office to hold a citywide conversation of a thousand people and the police in one room. And, uh, and the skill set of those professors, in particular, uh, Dr. Michelle Steele and Dr. Phyllis Hildreth and, and me and others kind of pulled this together because there's a way you have difficult conversations. There's a way you approach difficulty that if we do that, we can be productive. The challenge is getting people to get off their, their own kind of sound rooms, listen to their own voices and being willing, willing to kind of hear the other side. So we're committed, even at the environmental level, we're, somebody says, how do these all get together? We're about building bridges. In an environment where building bridges is not the most popular thing to do. For example, we're bringing in Doris Kern Goodwin. I don't know if you know who she is, but a world-renowned historian and author. She just wrote a book uh, on leadership and conflict, looking at presidents. And so she's going to come in in November and, and spend a day with our students and a lecture about leadership in a public space. You know, we're just, we're all about that kind of thing. Carry that forward because you do have the lecture series. And so that's the Don R. Elliott lectures. And so right. elaborate a little bit more on that. So Mr. Elliott, several years ago, he's passed away, but he was kind enough to endow a series of lectures. And he says, I want lectures that address leadership, societal challenges, things like that. And it's grown enough to where we've been able then to bring in some of the, some of the best and sometimes more, more controversial, but people who are nationally known who are trying to engage challenging conversations. So this year it's Doris Kern Goodwin, who we've had before. She is fabulous. I don't know if you've seen her, but there's this great video of her on the, I think it's Tonight Show or David Letterman, where they bring her out on a, she's laying out like a queen as they bring her in and she's set, she's, almost 80, but she's, she's fantastic. Uh, Jonathan Haidt, who's written some books on uh, challenge and difficulty between generations. We've had some of the, the, the best and brightest minds in challenges societally, and they will come in and it's completely funded and they will spend the afternoon with select groups of students they will then have a, a meeting with a small group of leaders in town who get to know them. And, and then they'll do an open lecture. It's free. You have to get tickets because it'll fill up. But we'll, before pre pandemic, I think Jonathan Hyde had 400 people come in from the community and lectured and took questions and was interviewed from the community. And, and our idea is that we're working on some really great people in the future. Uh, the idea is every year the community knows free of charge, we will bring in a thought leader nationally that supports our interests both as a state and as a community. Talk about moving the graduate school downtown and the kind of the external, diving a little bit deeper on the external perspective in terms of engaging the community. 
So, you know, we've been on Lipscomb's campuses in Green Hills, which is a great campus. You know, I had to do a little work with my faculty about going downtown because they love being on campus. But we take, we're taking our graduate school, we're leaving our undergraduates on campus for obvious reasons, taking our graduate school. And at Fourth and Commerce is the Lipscomb. It's called Spark Building, which has primarily been executive education, but is in this commitment to be publicly seen and public leaders. We moved our whole college in the process this summer, moving an entire college downtown so that we're a block from the state capitol, two blocks, three blocks from the, the, the local leadership, uh, our students. We have lead certified buildings around us. All the things that we deal with are right there. And then it's easy for us. I mean, Governor Lee, Governor Haslam, uh, I can go on and on all come in and hang out with our, they take parts of days and hang out with our students and answer questions. And the mayor will be in or the mayor's office survives. I, I think we have uh, Dr. Jahanger, Metro Health. He comes in and talks health. So right there, our students get a feel for it. Uh, it's a place of gathering. It's a place of leadership. And we want to be seen as that in the community. How can the community help and plug into what you're doing? There's, there's multiple ways, right? And so there's the big macro stuff. They can come to events. We have them all the time. I think you have our, our social media connections and, and Jess, who handles our social media, is fabulous. So you can log into that and get our monthly newsletters and our events. And we have not only the big events, but we do a Rule 31 training for mediators. We, we have certificates. So the Andrews Institute offers certificates in public leadership and city manager certificates, things like that, that people who don't want to get a master's, that's there. That's all on our website. And so I would, at that macro level, at the very least, kind of come to some of our stuff, see the stuff. You'll have reading lists. We're going to post videos of thoughtful interviews. Uh, we have one video I, we actually did with a local station, and it was Dr. James Hildreth, Dr. Jahanger, uh, Mark Ezel of Tourism, and one other leader in the community who just sat there and just talked about how you survive a pandemic, you know, and it was fantastic. So all those are available. The other side is if you're the least bit interested in, in environmental and all of our classes are offered uh, for working people. So they're either evenings or weekends. Uh, you can finish a master's in a year. So if sustainability or conflict management, or you want to move into to public leadership or hone your skills, contact us. We can help you get there. Our goal is to be, and I said this, a national model for how to do state and local service. We would like to model for the rest of the country. This is how the state of Tennessee shows you how leadership is done. The website is lipscomb.edu slash ICM. So lipscomb.edu slash ICM. And then the social media is Lipscomb CLPS. So Lipscomb CLPS is the uh, handle on that. Dr. Joyner, thank you for all you and your team do. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you for coming on the show. All right. Thank you very much.